Yeah, it's what I, I see I and share with friends. I've shared a few on the gender fluids thing too, like these posts where it's like, yeah, I'm non-binary, but I still present as a uh, pretty masculinely and only fuck women right. <laughs> slash vagina having non-binary uh, feminine presenting people. Yeah. Where it's just like, eh, just, just okay, fine. I'm going to, you're like, you're sure I'm going to go along with it. Cause I really don't, you don't deserve the time or effort for me to like complain to you in person. But like, I don't know. It is also just like, I'm like, guys we're all a little there we're all non-binary for one and also if if none of the penis people who wear dresses identifies he him, you know like if if anybody who gets outside of the realm of what is already currently prescribed and prescribed for your gender if everyone who does that then says i'm some other gender then we're not actually expanding like the possibilities of what you know this like the prison of toxic masculinity and everything like i mean i think harry styles is like the only fucking person he him holding down the fort on like little nas were oh, okay he's still he, he him and he he's he him and he's wearing dresses or whatever yeah yeah but i i agree with you but at, i think we had this conversation like a couple of years ago on here where it's just like it is odd not odd but it is an interesting phenomenon where it's like instead of trying to stay within your gender and change it and change what the potentiality of it could be you abandon it completely right and so on the one hand that feels like not a good thing because like shouldn't like you said shouldn't we be trying to change like the bounds of toxic masculinity and all those things right like shouldn't we like try and be pushing that out of like the realm of people who identify as men but on the other hand like i also think where it's just like Maybe that's evolution. Maybe that's like survival of the fittest in the gender world or whatever, where it's just like maybe we leave men to be that kind of like shitty thing. And like the many men have to like kind of like save the man, many men, not the many of the men have to like save it. And like there's just a bunch of like non-binary e but dude presenting people out there. And like that's just, that's how we grow like the third gender like population, right? Yeah, I don't, know. I don't know. It's one of those things where it's like I don't know if it's really better for us all to have these hard and fast pronouns and ideas of like I'm this, you know, or like the other day there was a a woman hosting a, a comedy show and it was all of us were women or at least you know women and me, but um, <laughs> on the show and. So, but I noticed that she was, she was they theming all of the comics from the beginning of the show. And I thought that was really cool. Like, I don't mind being they themed in that context. I just don't like it if you're doing it just to me, Yeah, you know? So there's something cool about like, if we all can kind of get more just gender, gender neutral, gender non-specific together, then that's cool. It's just that when we try to put people, including ourselves, like in like, now we have these three boxes men women and non-binary and like everyone knows that the long hair boys who wear dresses are really non-binary excuse me for calling them boys but you know yeah, I mean? like yeah, i just yeah. like uh, guys um maybe instead of trying so hard to figure out which box you're in and being like this please you have to call me they them that's who my real i'm like i i do just wish that we could have more room for like hey this is one way a woman can be this is one way a man can be you know, you still, I don't, I mean, I think you should still yeah. be able to take hormones if you want to, whichever. I just think it's, it's weird how much we get like the, these are the hormones that go with this set of, um, pronouns and yeah, it's what, super how fucked you just, well, one of my favorite queer punk bands, uh, they're called limp wrist. Uh, they're su- they're great. They're fucking awesome. If you haven't listened to them, you should. Um, but they, ha- my, my, my favorite line from them is, uh, 
off their album Facades, and it's uh, they've created a box to, squ- to squeeze all queers in. Definitions have flattened us. Stay fucked and never go in, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just like I I really feel that where it's just like yeah, like anytime you define a thing rigidly, you necessarily exclude something outside of that, therefore creating the necessity of a new definition <laughs> and having these a little bit mutable, a little bit loosey-goosey definitions are good. I mean, I think it's a bad thing when it gets to the point of like the gender wikis where it's like, here's a definition that contains six definitions within mm-hmm. it. It's like, that's that's unnecessary language at that point. Like, we're, we're, we're beating a dead horse and not even in a hot way. I mean, if beating a dead horse yeah. is your thing, go for it. Beating off a dead horse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that should be the new saying. You're beating off a dead horse. Just like, Not to beat off a dead horse, but... <laughs> Uh, like, I don't think yeah. you're saying that right. Yeah, it it does work. It does. It's a metaphor, actually. It's perfect. Um. Well, good. Anyway. Yeah. So fuck non-binary people. <laughs> just kidding. I do. I just. I do think that we're going to evolve in uh like kind of into a new stage. I don't know exactly what it's going to look like, but I think that we're still not really done evolving like what the main like categories are or how pronouns are going to work or what they're no, going to be. I don't think we're done. anywhere near. And not that there could ever be a done, but I yeah. think I think we're just in such the early stages and some but but so that when people are like super rigid about who they really are and what it means and I'm like, "Guys, we we just made this up. We're going to keep making more stuff up. So maybe don't yeah. get your tattoos all over <laughs> just here. Yet. Get your knuckles tattoos of what you I for sure am this thing I found on Tumblr one year ago you're like okay yeah I mean I feel like well I don't know if this necessarily makes sense but it's just like I feel like a lot of these people that are like diving which is good I'm glad more people are doing it, but diving into the gender world really exploring what gender is and could be and all that shit you know they never had to be gay when there was very few things to be so it's like they never really this they're becoming like these kind of like kind of othered kind of not queer because gender isn't necessarily related to that but maybe it could be like people and so like when they get into it they're like very defensive about it like this is me and it's like you never had to live in a time where it's like there aren't many of us and everybody talks shit on you and you don't really have the space to like be militant about it because it's not safe to do that and like maybe you have to develop a sense of humor and maybe for like advancing your cause like pragmatically you need to chill the fuck out a little Mm -hmm. bit like like don't let people talk shit to you like just on the streets or whatnot like fucking you know Knuck if you buck, but <laughs> yeah, but like also like fucking loosen your butthole a little bit. This is a we're playing the long game. Yeah, easier to catch flies with honey than vinegar. Um, yeah, that's absolutely right. I think, and it it does feel like there's some, some of these, social skills to this. Yeah, and some of these these people who haven't been uh really like a marginalized or haven't lived a marginalized lifestyle, we'll say, because even if you were really always non-binary in your heart the whole time and whatever, you grew up as a dude or a chick yeah. in whatever part of what, you know, especially when the people who are dating people of the opposite genitals of them. Okay. Um, so it's almost like there's, they're sort of jumping into this game of double Dutch that we've already been playing For and figured out. And they're just going, Hey, Hey, you tripped me. You did it wrong. You know, it's like, no, you, you're jumping into this yeah. and you might want to watch the game for a little bit. I really you- like that metaphor of like, yeah, jumping into a game of double. Yeah. Where it's just like, you tripped me. It's like, no bitch. Like we've been playing this game for that a was minute. The rhythm. Like, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Cool, we're already high. <laughs> that, met- <laughs> that metaphor feels like it makes sense. I'm like, I don't know if anyone's going to follow us. Um. <laughs> I 
This is the Gender Fluids Podcast. I'm Ava Smart, a 26-year-old trans girl and bottom-leaning switch. And I'm Ariel Isaac Norman, a 32-year-old androgynous vagina person. And we're the only queer podcast that isn't super gay. Gender Fluids is a podcast about all the sex and all the people. If you want to get in contact with us or follow us, you can find us on Instagram at genderfluidspodcast. On Twitter, we're at genderfluidspod. Our email is genderfluidspod at gmail.com. And you can find us on Patreon under genderfluids. Enjoy the episode, y'all. I got, I, I like got laid the other day after a show. Like, Fuck yeah. Like, I know it's not Love July Love that it's yet. not July. I know, yeah, I was like, I'm, good. I know. Yeah, go ahead and burn those now. <laughs> no, no, no. I am just warming up because this was a chick in Laredo, so it's not like... Hell um, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I did. Okay, also, is this chick, like, booked me for... Uh, a comedian, you know, woman uh, who lives in Laredo booked mm-hmm. me for the show. I'm not sure if we'd met before or whatever, but it turns out that this was Laredo's first ever gay pride. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So then they had a comedy show at their first ever gay pride. I mean, it's a fairly small pride, but they had a parade and it was going like all weekend. Um, But Saturday night was their, the comedy show portion of it among some other stuff with DJs and whatever. And Mm -hmm. I mean, everyone had clearly been drinking since 11 a.m. the day before, you know, like this one drag queen. Yeah. It was in the (laughs) comedy show. I mean, once I opened the doors even a little bit to her, she just would not stop participating and whatever, you know, but, um, but meanwhile, there's a chick in the, in, like the front who I had kind of seen writing some things down a couple of times and then um, Bob Morrissey was after me and you know so then we were like making eyes uh, during his set you know like laughing at the same stuff together or being like what together you know yeah some of those little moments and then after the show I went up to her and um was like I see you writing some stuff down and turns out she is this freelance journalist like writing a story about Laredo's first pride she's from Laredo but she lives in New York oh so, cool yeah, she's visiting. So, and you know, we wound up, you know, hanging out after, even though I was supposed to like drive right home because I drove this like three and a half or so hours down and three and a half hours or so back, obviously. And it was, and they had pushed it back to 9 p.m. And so, like, my plan had been, well, I'll just drive right home because I'll be on that like adrenaline of comedy. Yeah. And, you know, then I'll just maybe like stay in Wimberley and, and get to the soccer game at 11, right? But, I, you know, I even kind of like set out, you know, to, to the girl, like, or unless, you know, maybe I'll wind up staying with someone, you know, who knows, yeah. but it's not like something I actually have ever done. It's like the dream. It's like something I've, you Thought know, about doing. flirted with a little bit, but, um, but so I'm just like open to the idea of it anyway. So I'm like flirting with this girl or just talking and whatever. And then, um, finally we get rid of Bob. <laughs> I was a little bit like, dude, you do. Under- I like told him multiple times. I was like. Yeah, I'm going to try to like make out with her and stuff. You know, I'm like, hey, I'm going to go flirt with that girl. So, because he'd wanted to get a beer with me after the show. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah sure. even though he had to drive six hours home. <laughs> yeah, goddamn Laredo to Houston. That's yeah. a fucking haul. I was like, I just agreed to this. I mean, it paid more than gas, but still, I'm like, I just have never been to Laredo before. And like three and a half hours is like, whatever. Okay. But I was like, this, I'm like, damn, don't you want to go home, dude? Scoot. Yeah. <laughs> Scoot. Fuck, so, don't you see? I'm tr- let me get my fuck well, on. Because we kept going to like different, ba- like the patios of different bars because we would sit down and then be talking and like getting into like a, a wonderful conversation conversation and then seven minutes in a dj would start up and play such loud music that we were like fucking pride <laughs> so we'd go to the next bar and then another dj would start up we were like okay so they, we, she like took us to the town square which was like a sort of romantic 
you know, water fountain-y kind of cute yeah, thing. Yeah. There's lovers or homeless people or maybe both, you know, already canoodling. And so I'm like, well, this would be a nice place for me and you to make out. But like, Bob is still here. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, where, uh, how are we he, supposed to make... How did you get rid of him? Well, finally, him? then we were, we, we were like, it's just getting late. So he was, I mean, meanwhile, I mean, I say this, but he was also like, we were sharing a joint or whatever, you know. But like, so then he, we just were like, well, you know, where's your car? And we walk him to his car and then we hug him. But then she and I, you know, don't hug. And I'm like, so where's your car? And then I walk her to her car and, you know, we're like flirting and then we kiss and then flirting and kiss and flirting and kiss. And I still thought, I mean, the whole time I was still thinking like, okay, this is just fun. I get the kiss and then I'm just going to drive home and it'll be like a nice thing. And so... And so after the third kiss, then she's like, hey, you know, um, I'm staying at my parents' place and my mom is in Cancun. So like there's no one there. So I I don't really do this. <laughs> what, yeah. You know, that kind of thing. But uh, do you want to come back to my place? And I'm like, because i mean the nice thing is too yeah now she winds up being 34 so like we're the same age which is nice great and yeah because here in austin where (laughs) i am there's nothing to date but 21 year olds which is hot but at the same time they're 21 yeah and so it normally like when i do kiss them they're still usually just like i'm supposed to make all the moves or Mm -hmm. they just are timid or whatever but with this woman, Allie, she says she's finds the name. Um, she's like pulling me into her and like working it. You yeah. Know? So I'm like, oh, she knows what the fuck is she up. She knows what's up. Yeah, exactly. And then because she also dresses like just like the girl, it's like really, really funny. They have similar bodies. In here. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Skin tone. <laughs> you got a type. I mean, if nothing else, you have a fucking type. And right? most of them do too. Like all, like so many of the women who are my type, they describe their like other partners or their exes, and it's just me. So I'm like, this <laughs> is well, how the world yeah. wor- goes around, dude. Um, There's a great little whirlpool happening. Yeah, here. <laughs> and it's just like if we can just get all the other little short hairs to be poly. Well, sometimes it's the long hairs who are holding back too, but I imagine it's mostly the short hairs from my experience as well. Um, if we could get us all to be poly, we could all be fucking, but the short hair ones, we all have to figure out our relationship to each other. <sighs> anyway. Um, so you went home with this girl? So I went home with this girl and this woman and, um, you know, and then her, it turns out her parents are, you know, fucking rich. So it's like one of those, <laughs> nice. one of those houses with the pool and the hot tub and everything. Um, and you know, just like talking and then finally we go up to her bedroom and just have sex and it's fun. And, and it's just, did y'all get a little fisting in? Did she, is it just like, just some like casual, like (laughs) pussy eating, like some like, I mean, like what are we talking about? Like like it's your first one night stand kind of. Yeah, like... Is it your first one-night stand? Like, as an adult, an adult, adult, adult? I don't think definition of a one-night stand. Well, it's just like, you're just going to go home with somebody for a night. And, like, you're not planning on seeing them again. Like, you're just going home with somebody to fuck them. Oh, yeah, but we very probably will see each other I know, again. I mean, yeah, there's, like, always the potential... In the gay world, I guess, there's always potential of, like, swinging back around. But it's just like, yeah, it's a one-night stand. Like, I just I just met you and went home with yeah. you. Yeah, I feel like one-night stand has a connotation that you really aren't going to ever see them again. Whereas, to me, I'm like, oh, I'm also networking um <laughs> she lives in new york i live in austin whatever yeah. we both she you know we both are creative people who ha- who are like performers slash you know people who are so it, it's like 
yeah, like this is someone I want to know. Like I don't want to, I don't, I, I, okay. as much as I'm like, might be able to be more uh, casual or like easygoing about sex. It's still like, well, I wouldn't have had sex with her if I wasn't like into her. Yeah. You know, we were, I was really enjoying talking and she's smart and interesting and whatnot. So like, well, yeah, I mean, I've had a lot of one night stands like that where it's yeah. just like, I meet somebody like I, we have like a beautiful night together. It's like you fall in love in a night and yeah. then like you fuck and then like just kind of never see each other again. Yeah, but I guess I just always want yeah. to believe that we will wind up seeing each other again because, um, you know, that. yeah, we are, I, especially we're travelers, you know, we're yeah. people who are going to be traveling a lot. So you never know when we'll even be in some other city. And, um, and she's Polly and she says that's like she has male and female partners, but she's, um, you know, I think there's just this idea of building a real network, network of people around, yeah. um, this kind of stuff. Like that's just cool. So you know, and we're I still like that. talking in the next couple of days because it's hot because it's like, oh, we both are getting to enjoy the sexual energy of having slept with a new person. And so, yeah. you know, that's just a fun thing. And she's still in Laredo and, um, you know, the girl goes to San Antonio Monday to Wednesday. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, she had like, you know, big boobs, too. So that was another thing when she was like pulling me in to kiss her. It it's was like, like oh, because mm-hmm. she, you know, does wear bras in, you know yeah. holding them down but like being pulled into her you're like oh mm, titty okay yeah just like you know one of those bodies that's like oh i never want to stop touching this so <laughs> yeah i'm so happy for you that's yeah, fucking hot you know and i was like and i'm like good i'm warming up for july yeah see how <laughs> because, easy it is yeah it, it probably could be pretty easy i guess because here's the thing it's like you i think you'll find you do like more people than you think you do mm-hmm. like when you like kind of just like go for it a little bit like mm-hmm. you know how you're like i don't like a lot of people i'm not into a yeah. lot of people it's like yeah but like when you're just open to like the possibility of something happening like people will find you yeah not to like make it sound like i'm talking about the secret and like manifesting <laughs> and shit <laughs> but like there, there's a little bit of something the power there. of the yeah. secret to fuck hundreds of people in july for the gender fluids contest Oh, that's fucking hilarious. Fluids fuck contest. Uh, Speaking of gender fluids in the fuck contest, um, y'all. You're putting this episode out tomorrow, right? Yeah. Which is like the last day of June. Yeah. Tight. So, starting after. Starting tomorrow. Oh, yeah. 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 Wait, tomorrow's June 1st? No, but you're putting the podcast. Oh wait, July first. Tomorrow, tomorrow for the listener is July first. Oh, if they're listening tomorrow, yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah. I'm high as fuck, <laughs> man. Okay, cool. Where? <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. starting them. If you want to fuck us, or so like the like, we just got to go down on like for anybody who missed the episode. Yeah, where go down on this? you for like a minute or two. Yeah. Right. Uh. And it has to be a vagina having woman. It kind of goes without saying. Were you just gonna like lick a vagina and move along? <laughs> just to yeah. Well, I mean, if, up, go to an orgy and just start yeah, like, just fucking like <laughs> assembly <laughs> line yeah. vehicle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. You have to be like going down on someone. Yeah. Um. And then uh. And then we decided it can be like if you're like gender fluid and you flip back and forth between like boy and like girl or whatever the fuck. If it's one of the times you're like feeling all girly, then like sure that works. Well, I don't know. I'm like, thinking. I think it's just like a vagina woman, or like a vagina non-binary person. But you gotta have some kind of vagina, and you can't identify and no as a dudes. man. You can't identify yeah, like as no a man. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay, I'm. You down can for be kind of like one of me or uh, whatever. Okay. Yeah, that's I feel what I'm that. saying. Some some kind of, but yeah. And the reason for this <laughs> is for, is fucked up. As <laughs> these rules might sound, is because it if very if, reasonable to me. yeah, if there was like you know the ability to like fuck anybody and like suck dick or whatever, like I would clean up. Basically, if you like, can find the person on Grinder, then it's not yeah, fair. Like if we you can't like, if, if no we one <laughs> open the door to dicks or even girls with dicks, it's just uh-huh. like. Ava's going to put up some numbers, Exactly. Right? <laughs> so that's what we're trying to make it like a, a competition that is interesting for everyone. And so it's like uh, Ava is so much more comfortable with sex and casual sex. Um, but I am a vagina person. So, so statistically more statistically, people want to fuck me. But yeah, so I think it, the things just kind of get evened out when we make it like vagina women or, yeah. or a, a similar. <laughs> so there's that the month of June. It'll be good. And You'll if you want an update on how things are going and or want to participate, uh, <laughs> come to Creek and Cave. July 9th. July 9th is the second Friday of second July. Friday. July. It's July 9th. Holy shit. Yeah, we don't have long. Fucking come to Creek and Cave. It's going to be tight. It's going to be a live it's gender fluids. We're not doing the podcast live necessarily. PM. We're going to like, we're going to do some gay news stuff live. We're going to play some of our games. Like, yeah, it'll this, be kind of like our podcast, but yeah. also with games and other stand up. Like all the games we've ever talked about playing, we're actually going to do. We'll yeah. do some stand up. We'll have a friend that does some stand up. Yeah. It'll be good. Yeah. And uh, so it's 11 p.m. July 9th, next Friday. 10 bucks. 10 bucks. And so, like, that would be a perfect opportunity for us to, like, fuck several people. Yeah, because all these bathrooms are, like, gender neutral. So, like, have y'all ever wanted to just, like, get into some, like, 1970s, like, gay public sex shit? Like, yo, I'm super into that. Like, let's just go. Y'all should just come run a train on me in the bathroom. Like, just, like, fucking, if you want me to go down on you, let's all go to one. And you just line up and we'll just fucking, like... Yeah, someone Go could town. also invite me back to your place if you have a nice <laughs> place, and then we could just gather a little posse after the show. <laughs> there should just be like a little area for like, uh, does anybody want to fuck instead of a merch table? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't sell merch, but if you want to fuck, <laughs> like kissing booth over here, but yeah. Pussy looking booth. Pussy looking. Well, yeah, but I would I would prefer to go to someone's place. I don't. I mean, I would prefer that as well, but I'm just saying like if I have five people there that would let me go down on them yeah. and want me to like go down on them in a public bathroom, that's like a fucking fantasy of mine. It's yeah. not like a, you know, a crime of convenience. It's like a, Oh yeah, my God, I, I get to like fucking, I've I always keep... wanted to like, cause I've really, I first got into, cause, cause I was a gay boy. I wanted to just like suck a bunch of dudes, dicks in public restrooms. It just sounded hot, but mm-hmm. like, this is a good, this is a good substitute for that original fantasy, you know? Yeah, I feel like every time I pick a bathroom in the creek in the cave, I'm always hoping that I'm like, is this going to be the one I like the best? And it never is. It's always the worst one. Every time I go, <laughs> what? I'm like, really? somehow I keep, but I'm like, I feel like one time I was at the restroom there and I, and I picked one because there's three, right? Yeah, there's three. There's one that's single use. There's one that's all stalls and there's one that stalls and yeah. urinals. Yeah. So I, anyway, I think For me, I keep getting the urinal on... one, no matter which one I pick, it's somehow always the urinal one. Really? It's like, it's like yeah, it just the, like doesn't smell the... good. Oh yeah. I mean, I don't know how it, the, the one that's, uh, the urinal one is the only one that has its own wall. The it's other like two are on the toilet, same wall. It's like one toilet too. So it's like a shy bladder nightmare. So it's like one or two toilets. Anyway. Um, but I've gotten better about shy bladder, but yeah, somehow it's like when you, 
when you know it's like the opposite of whatever you normally think it is, but then, but then you, you like, re-opposite it. Yeah, I just you're do like, that every how time. Deep am I, I into wind this? up into the internal <laughs> one every fucking time. So if you come to Gender Fluids Live and you want to have sex with me in the restroom, please just guide me. No, I have no directions. <laughs> I need you. Just take me by the hand well, you, and lead me to the... You can use single use exactly, one. There the can be a line one. outside waiting for you. Yeah, that can be our... I'll be a gangbanging in the sex, door yeah. to the left and you'll be the one with the line outside to the right. Hey, we might let in two or three at a time if... Yeah. <laughs> oh God, we're so ridiculous. Um... No, I mean, it's, it's it'll be interesting to see what kind of numbers that we drum up with this. Mm. I have no idea whether it's going to be like, you know, four to nine. Are, are or these going to be football 67. scores or are these going to be soccer yeah, scores? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> 34 to like 16 or something. Literally uh, like 24. Just eight yeah. safeties for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, God. Um but so, yeah. I am looking, I would like to have sex with more women. And I think women want to have sex with me. Like it's, a, I guess it's weird to say, but I, I, like, I know people want to have sex with me a lot. Yeah. I just don't. And so, you know, I'm going to try to, <laughs> <laughs> that's all. It's just like, I, I'm very shy. So, you know? Yeah. I mean, I know that, but I think, uh, I don't know. I don't know why I have a suspicion that like, once you get into it, that shyness isn't necessarily going to go away, but I think it'll take on a different tenor where it's right. less of a hindrance. Well, and because the truth I think is, your shyness is part of your inherent like attractiveness to a lot of people. Like, mm, I hope so. Right. But like, I think that like, uh, the way your shyness functions socially will probably like change. Yeah. Well, and, and as it is after I do comedy, should it go well? Yeah. Um, I get much less shy. And so yeah. that's kind of the thing. It's like, that's when I almost always want to have sex. It's like Coke for some people, comedy for me. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'm always just on cloud nine afterwards when it goes well. That, sh- yeah. that pervert show that I was one of those where I was like, I was up to like six 30 the next morning. So <laughs> I was just like, I wasn't really drinking that much afterwards, but I was like, I just can't stop going. Yeah. Like, I'm not, not going to be able to go to sleep. Yeah. Oh, totally. It's the best. It was so much fun. Here's a wild thing that I didn't know was possible, um, but learned it was possible through a weird situation. So I know this trans girl slash have been fucking this trans girl who has had an orchiectomy. This isn't Alexis, even Uh though Alexis has. But um, and she. is like a super kind of like slutty subby bottom and she's recently become really disappointed and I didn't even think about this as a consequence of having an orky but like she's been bummed out because she can't be put into chastity because she doesn't have any balls to lock her like oh, funny. dick around yeah because like the balls are essential to like how dick related chastity chastity devices go yeah do they not have custom ballless ones i think she found like one that was like kind of like that that eventually that she could like work with i don't i'm not sure the lance armstrong kind you know yeah it's like ball one (laughs) you should have all options or for the non-binary people who are chopping one ball off as i prescribe But it's like, it's like a G string that has like strings attached to the top of like a little dick sheath and like a string from the tip of the dick. So it's like, it can just be like pulled down and worn. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like, that's clever and cute, but it's not the same as like being like constricted in a weird way. But there, so before she found this thing, I didn't know this. 
even if you've had an orchiectomy, there is a surgery to put balls back in. Yeah. So, like, if you get, they're not working or real, but like ball implants yeah, or ball replacements. Yeah. Really? Because there's dudes who get like testicular cancer or whatever, and then they still want to have balls. So they get. Oh, I didn't even think about in. that. I think it was yeah. originally for them, and it's like gross. I would be like, take yeah. the win, weirdo. Yeah, that's a, God eat. gave you a W there. Like, yeah. I mean, boo, you had cancer. That was scary, but yeah, like, you but got yeah. rid of your balls. So, like, but I don't know if they take the sack out. You know, for me, I want them to remove all of it. But I guess if they're just leaving the sack in, then you want there to be like something in. Yeah, because that's the thing is like empty sacks of girls' skin. sacks are like cute and kind of like tight and sucked up on their body. It's like a little pair of lips and like that area is really sensitive and there's a lot of like muscle, like uh-huh. nervous tissue there and it's like uh, directly next to the prostate. And so you can really rub both. You're saying it. that because like, like a trans chick who's taking hormones, like it's going to change the nature of wh- how the ball skin hangs. Yeah. Okay. And, and it's like, you know, taking hormones over a period of time, not for everybody, but for a lot of people does tend to like generally shrink a little bit and like tighten up a little bit your balls. Yeah. Uh, And the skin, your skin's just nicer in general. Uh Right. Uh, And so like, once you have an orky, I feel like that's going to continue to happen. Right. Like that's going to be some nice smooth skin as opposed to like, some fucking dude who's just always had like big saggy hanging balls and has like a giant fucking sack and like you know I just don't think that's gonna tighten up as well yeah so then they or just put prettily. the fucking balls back in those dudes. yeah yeah ball implants if you were just gonna have like a big like turkey neck hanging there forever oh, right that's like, how you think of balls already even with <laughs> testicles in there much less without <laughs> like how does anyone take men seriously with a turkey neck just like yeah for <laughs> fucking genitals Balls it's a hot really dog do and suck. a turkey neck. It's yeah. like, what the fuck, dude? Girl balls, really cute. But see, this is why I want to play our game, uh, Girl Dig or Dude Dig. Because like, it's I like, I can tell. Yeah, there's. By the tautness of your balls. But at skin. the same time, I want to f- trick some people where, like, yeah. that's a girl's dig. It's like, nope, that's just a twink. Here's a trigger warning for the OCD people. Would would it be acceptable to <laughs> go out of order? Not out of order, but oh. again, just like I like I know we do the first one, but it's like I don't want to make the first one that pan gender. It's like that's I fucking know in my gut what that shit's gonna be. But there's some really good ones in the peas. Mm-hmm. Uh, but aren't we gonna go through them all anyway? We are, but like not everyone will get to hear all of them. And I want to give. Oh, you mean our sample one, right? Right. Yeah. That's fine for the sample. It can be anywhere. That's different. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. different. So here's my here's my toss ups for the sample. You can pick uh, Pichu gender, P I C H U gender, Pluite gender, P L U I E T T E, Pluite gender. Uh, <laughs> These like all have flags. There's prox, like 38 P yeah. ones and they like all have flags. Proxvir? P R O X V I R? Proxvir? <laughs> Let's do Proxvir. They have a flag. Let's do it. Is it. It looks like a pink burger for me. What is that? Is it a flower? It looks like a square above a triangle. Yeah. Oh. It's like this weird uh, lava lamp. Yeah. That's interesting. There's some interesting perspective going on here. Again, is, there, is the. Is your screen just dirty or is the black kind of... No, my screen's just dirty. Yeah. So, like, it has this weird block pink, like, uh, uh, upside-down pentagon, Uh, uh, essentially, right? With, like, a 
tiny little green triangle in there. I'm and pretty then, sure like, that's like supposed to be like a vagina or a dick. You know, I, mean, I think the green triangle is like. I like is it, it a, a lot. I, like if I would, if I saw this in like a museum, I'd be like, wow, that's a really interesting piece. Uh-huh. It really does a lot with perspective. Uh-huh. This might be my new favorite flag. Interesting. I wonder if they're gonna ruin it with the definition. All right, proxphere is a masculine gender similar in italics to boy, but on its separate plane and off to itself. Damn How it. many times can we do a search for this on this whole website of on a separate plane off to itself? Yeah, it's, it's something so fucking. It's just on its own it's wavelength, like bro. It's on a different dimension almost. <laughs> okay. Oh god, damn it! Uh, the term was coined by. Well gender er well gender spelled W U L G E N D E U R. Well gender on Tumblr, of course, is from Tumblr. And is intended gender for gender and gendus <laughs> like the <laughs> Okay. Uh and is intended for use as an adjective. For example, one would say, I'm proxphere, but not I'm a proxphere. Someone who is proxphere may also identify with the term third gender due to the fact that this gender is on a plane not connected to the gender binary it is a whole gender single gender that is masculine this is not to be confused with demi boy because demi boys tend to have some connection to the binary gender male anyone of anyone of any gender expression can be proxphere even if most feminine wait even the most feminine of individuals I'm so confused. Wow. Okay, that I just, lost the math on that. Yeah, anyone can be anyone of any gender expression to be. <laughs> I think proxphere. they just have to say that as part of their religion that anyone of any gender <laughs> can be any of these. That's another one of these things that we could do a search for. They all it's end like in like radio these announcements, like where they're like, you know, ninety-one point seven KOP confines in accordance with the FCC regulations yeah, confines indecent material broadcast gender wiki regulations. Exactly. Yeah, saying, of course, queer queer. of course, anybody of any gender could be. Obviously, any gen- anybody of any gender or genitals or anything can be anything. But pro- I don't. So proxphere's are like boys, but they're not binary boys. So it or, sounds to me like it's a uh, it's a masculine gender similar to boy, but on a separate plane and off to itself. Okay. So like, I think it's like, maybe if I, even if I'm like super feminine, like I am like doing masculine boy or whatever, similar to masculine boy off on a plane. So on myself that like, <laughs> it's like, you can't even understand. I don't know. Like no, that, like it's not saying anything. You just repeated what they said three times and it didn't change it. No, but that, Oh yeah. It's okay. on a separate plane off to itself. Like it's, it's a, it's a boy. It's like adjacent to a boy. But I think like being far removed and individualistic is inherent in that, right? Where it's like it, but the off on itself, you know, is talking about how removed and singular it is, right? Which, because I'm trying to figure out how they're working in the any one of any gender expression can be proxphere if it's like explicitly masculine, right? So it's like even the most feminine of individuals, it says, right? Yeah. Okay, here's What's the a, middle part again. Someone who is proxphere may also identify with the term third gender due to the fact that this gender is on a plane not connected to the gender binary. See, so like that disconnect has to be important here. It is a whole gender, single gender that is masculine. 
This is not to be confused with Demi Boy, because Demi Boy tends to have some connection to the gender, uh, to the binary gender male. <laughs> Anyone of any gender expression can be proxphere, even the most feminine individuals. So maybe they're saying that, like, because the Demi thing has such a connection to what they say the call the binary gender male. Mm that this is a kind of substitute so that anybody of any gender expression can be proxphere. So maybe instead of being like a demi-boy, you're like a non-binary person that's associating with a kind of like non-binary masculinity and don't want to use demi, so you use proxphere instead. And it's, it's Does that make sense? Kind of. A whole gender or single gender, that, that means they're not like fluid or like part this or the other, like none yeah, of these three it, gender people. Like this is their, they're saying like, we're vague and we might be anything we want, but we are an actual gender. It's just on another level from what y'all are doing. And yeah. Then, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that if, makes if sense. If there's like nine of y'all, that would be like. <laughs> well, there's now, there's a quote underneath it by non binary sushi roll from. Uh, who is 17, I guess. It says non binary sushi roll, comma, USA, comma, 17. So let's, let's look at this very important quote from this minor. I personally feel that my gender is proxphere because I am androgynous, mask-leaning, expression-wise. However, my gender was a different story. I couldn't find any word other than... Um, God, this sounds like a Harry Potter term. Aporoa. A-P-O-R-A... <laughs> Apora, Apora, Apora gender, Apora gender, to describe my gender. Did we do Apora gender when we went through the A's? Dude, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't think so. Yes. It was still a masculine gender, but I knew I wasn't a male. Being called a man or a he gives me dysphoria just as bad as she does. I identify with third gender before I found proxy proxphere. This gender identity is real because I am real. <laughs> I think therefore I am. You know what? That cleared out my sinuses. So thanks. <laughs> thanks, Proxphere. Pro- whatever that, what do they give this person a name? Non-binary sushi roll. <laughs> yeah, thanks, non-binary sushi roll. Ah, that might have healed me. Side effects of Proxphere might include... Mirth? Being a buzzkill. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think the flag looks kind of dorky personally. I like the blue pattern thing underneath it but that's just that one just as a sweatshirt i mean yeah that is a cute color palette but i really do i I fucking dig the one up top i i don't like it as like because you can kind of make it if like if you need to reproduce it but lamp a little lampy um yeah the triangle is like kind of a dick i think now that we know it's kind of a boy thing yeah okay proxphere um I give it one thumbs up. I ask because it's uh Well, they've definitely I put like some work into it and they and seem committed. At least one person seems to find it like yeah. useful and in a way that has it seems to help him. Yeah, and I am I appreciate them. the fact that like they if we are understanding it correctly, which who fucking knows, uh it is, you know, its own gender, right? It's not like one of these that's trying to be like 
we are, you know, not even a gender. We're just like a nothingness, but that, yeah. but, but your, my nothingness also might incorporate two or three other subgenders <laughs> that I fluctuate between at varying levels of intensity depending on when flowers are growing. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, so at least like, they stuck <laughs> something in the ground. <laughs> yeah, they're like, all right, he, here's, here's what we're going for. Man. <laughs> yeah, they made a little flag. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> It's still pretty fucking gay and vague, and I'm not sure that it's valid, but, you know, depends on what you mean by valid. <laughs> well, if y'all want to hear us read through the rest of the P's now in alphabetical order, uh, go to patreon.com slash genderfluids, where I'm still uploading shit. But there's several of these. Yeah, there's a lot now. you can catch up on. They're funny as fuck. Yeah, okay, so here are uh, the fetishes that we have not done. Forced orgasms, ball busting, nipple torture, or eroticizing trauma. Um, well, I think we maybe should save eroticizing trauma for the live one. Unless you think that's too dangerous, no. But I'm like here every for that. every time I talk to someone, like if I ever mention our erotica versus trauma game, they're always like, "Oh my god, that's amazing!" <laughs> yeah, no, I kind of want to do that live. Yeah, that could be fun because we haven't done it live. We've only ever done it on here, and I would like to see how people react to yeah. that. I yeah. just want to see their faces. Yeah, that was the thing where it's like. I forgot, like, doing perverts and just, like, being able to be fucking, like, real nasty on stage and just, like, do some wild shit. It's like, I forgot how good it felt just to watch people react to stuff. And I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, I want to do true. that. Uh, so, nipple squeezing? Nipple torture nipple is one torture. of them. God, that one's torture always bothered specifically. me. Yeah, like, I don't like the the look of it. Cause I well, did just so many mirror neurons in pain. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, like, I don't, I don't, yeah, no, 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 no. My nipples, are, I think, are very sensitive. Alexa, yeah, I mean, a lot of people, I think, have super sensitive nipples, but I think that's why it's such a popular thing is because it's like, yeah, I mean, getting your nipple twisted as a kid as like, you know, someone's teasing you or making fun of you, right? And like, yeah, it hurts. There's mm -hmm. there's a lot of nerve endings there. Yeah. But uh, I mean, I'm into it. Yeah, but I, I just love... don't think I could take that much. Like, it's really painful. Yeah, but that's okay. You just take little bits. That's, like, yeah. part of the fantasy. You know, you don't have to actually act it out, but it's just, like, you're so sensitive, but somebody has you strapped down, and it's just, like, I'm going to play with you, and I'm not going to stop. And, like, I'm going to be light, yeah. and, like, I'm not going to go too hard. But Yeah, it doesn't even you take won't... that much, but you can still torture me. Yeah, yeah, but you won't be going anywhere, right? Mm -hmm. And, like... Yeah, I could probably get into that. You know, in the same way that you, we talk about how you need to eroticize trauma, right? Right. It's like you you can still eroticize the sensitivities you have, right? So even right. if you're like can't take a lot of a thing, that doesn't mean it's not a thing you can't get into. Right. 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 Yeah, and this it's definitely. Um, I mean, I'm always into some kind of taking advantage of situation anyway. So yeah, like yeah, with, with little shit, like getting like you know, touched and groped and like, mm -hmm. oh, my sensitive little nipples and like someone's molesting you. Yeah. Oh, fucking take all my money. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, for sure. So I guess that's, yeah, I just, I always just think of the like 
metallic stuff or the the nipple clamps and things like that. But yeah, yeah nipple torture could just be for some of us really. Oh, and there's also the torture of like light touches that feel creepy. Yeah. Yeah. So that's its own thing. Well, like more I of said, a mental torture and shit, right? When I was with my most recent ex-wife uh, and was like learning to enjoy nipple play, bottoming nipple play. Um, <laughs> yeah. Then, you know, what I kind of realized I could do in my head is just like fantasize that I was getting molested. So it does make sense. You know, I guess I could get into you know, it's like so the other night when when I was hooking up with with this chick, you know, she's like, "What do you like?" And I'm like, "God, I really am one of those women who, in some ways, despite being 34 and being, you know, liberated sexually to a large extent, post Mormonism, I'm like, I still don't because I haven't focused on bottoming. Like that's not my, um, or like I, you know, since the time that I started dating women that I was into, yeah." I haven't still really spent enough time like focusing on bottoming and what I really like. Yeah. So it's hard. I mean, people, you know, I feel like a lot of people want to be bottoms because they, uh, think they don't have to make as many decisions and like, you can just kind of check out a little bit. <laughs> check out. Yeah. <laughs> right. But like at the same time, it's like the best <laughs> bottoms are like people who like are able to like, do that but have done the work to know, to articulately describe what they want yeah. like what they're into it's like hey like i might go to a different place but like i'll tell you exactly kind of like what i'm here for right mm -hmm. you know that knowledge itself goes a long way and to, to like enhancing an experience yeah and it's a it's a fun long journey to get there though you know yeah but maybe you can do it with nipple torture <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking about um So like I feel like that's another thing about one night things versus longer term things is that it's just easier to think of like exploring more stuff with multiple days, but I know like kinky people oftentimes when they're meeting up and they're going to have sex will like and like this girl even tried to with me kind of like have a conversation around like you know what you might want to do or this, that or the other. But so how does that work for you? If you were going to have a one night hookup and you wanted to like do some, even if it's just like kind of light kinky stuff. Well, it depends on the circumstance, but I mean, I think the biggest thing to like facilitate that is like, you have to fundamentally believe that like active negotiation and like consent is like sexy and fun. So like, and, and because that then means you don't have to just have one conversation about it. So like, you know, you might have like an initial thing where it's like, I don't know, I think being like, hey, so like, what are you into is pretty vague, but it's just like, yeah. if I know, like, in this instance, I guess I know the other person's kinky, like, so, like, right, because you were like in a kinky, where you want to do some kinky stuff, right? So like, if I know they're kinky, it's like, you know, we'll talk about like, kind of how do you generally like so like how do you you know usually like to get fucked like who what kind of like roles are you usually playing in like scenes like are you into like you know i don't know i you know do you do you like sensory deprivation like do you want me to like blindfold you are you into gags like you know what kind of like do you do you want to be restrained is there anything you like to be called is there anything you really don't want to be called 
Yeah. Right? Buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Is there any place like you, like, you know, don't like to be touched? Yeah. Right? Because then like when you like do that, it's like, good. Now I know that. Because then I'm like. Not going to. Yeah. Fucking stay out of that ballpark. Right? Yeah. Is, yeah. There any way, is there any way you really don't like to be touched? Right? Right. Because like for me, I can just be like, yeah, like I fucking hate the bottom of my feet being touched. Like it just really takes me out of it. Like it, it's, I don't know, whatever damage I have. Right. Or just like. Yeah. Yeah, no, so I think, like, for me, what I realized, because I always wind up talking so much anyway in every aspect of life, but, like, so, like, before I hook up with this girl, of course, we're, like, talking and talking and, you know, and then I, um, I'm just realizing, like, oh, I could have, we could have, we could just have that conversation in the kitchen over the wine, you know, or yeah, by the water. it's hot. It's hot. I think it's hotter there to me than it is like when you're already in bed. Um, then it becomes like, I don't know. I haven't, I, I'm like, I, I'm going to have to come up with a storyline now while we're already making out. Like um, it might be just something I should lean into. Cause I like talking so much anyways, like just get into the vulnerability of like, Hey, so we're going to have sex later. Right. So why don't we just talk about yeah. that? Well, yeah, you both know why fun. you're there. Right. And it's just like, you know, to some people that can be awkward and like that anticipation's hot, but it's like talking about it just builds that anticipation. Right. Yeah. Your body's going to start jingling. Yeah. And also it's like, but like what I was saying earlier, like believing that like continually talking about it is like, and I yeah. think essential to like making it great because here's the thing. You don't have to talk about everything up top. I think there's some like basics you should hit. Right. Maybe. Yeah. But like. In the moment, if you have like a desire or a thing you want to do, like ask, right? But like it's it's fun and it's erotic to like be like, would you want me to like hold your hands down while I, you know, sucked on your suck on your nipples, right? right? And it's like you can just ask those things, and it's like it gives that person the opportunity to be like, no, not right now. Like I'm really enjoying this. We're like, fuck yeah, right? Uh -huh. And it's like it's sexy, yeah. and then you know exactly where you're both at. You know you're both cool with that, right? You right. know you can. Yeah, I think I just it, by the it, by the time we're like already having sex, it becomes too late for me to get started into the like, oh, let's like really talk about this and like have me be conscious and present with what I might want, you know. So I think I just need to start that yeah. earlier. It's not that it can't continue throughout the sex, just that it needs to start earlier for me, at least for now, because I'm like just not in that headspace of, oh, what do I want, you know? Yeah, I'm just in this headspace of like, ah. I'm about to have sex. <laughs> ah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But, yeah. But where's that panic come from? Or is that panic or is Fear that excitement? That I, mm, I think I just, I interpret cause it's a physiological arousal, but it's just like, I guess I in, I'm interpreting that as excitement as well as like just fear of like whatever could go wrong, you know? Yeah. I mean, I guess the trick is though to, just take, I guess, take the leap of being like, okay, if we know that we're having sex and we're afraid of like whatever could go wrong, then like the best way to prevent that is to make things sexier by starting to talk about it. Well, right. Exactly. Right? So that's going to be my new tactic. Yeah. It's just a hard, it's just a, it's a counterintuitive like thing because we're trained not to talk about sex until we're doing it. And then we're supposed to pull it off like fucking flawlessly, like yeah. it's porn. And that's just not how. Fuck, yeah. that's not how sex works that's not how good sex works right like yeah. movies make it seem like everything's so spontaneous and like wonderful and it's like nah man like if you really want to fuck good like there's some talking involved yeah a little bit of talking makes for a lot of good fucking right because mm -hmm. then after that you've, you've already had that conversation all you gotta then you just check in a little bit right mm -hmm. so that's for when you 
it's not a one night stand. You're fucking for the second or third time or whatever. It's right. It's like you've had that combo. Mm-hmm. And then you can tweak your boundaries. You can yeah. be like, hey, I figured out. I actually really fucking like X, Y, Z. Can you be sure to do that? And, yeah. And then they just add this to this large, you know, breadth of knowledge that they have about you yeah, as a sexual smart. person. Yeah, that's smart. Word. So nibble stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I just I just thought of it because uh, that trans girl that I've been fucking, she has a lot of great sex toys, but one, one of which is something I've always wanted to buy but never did, but they're nipple pumps. Uh-huh. Like So it's like that you put it on your nipple and then there's like a tw- twisty screw. Here, I'll just go get them real quick. You mean like the things that trans boys have for their dicks? <laughs> yeah, it's essentially like a trans boy clip pump, but or for your Or small dick cis men, they have them too. Yeah, bit. small dicks, sorry. <laughs> okay, so you have a couple of... I just want to let everybody pumps. know that was in real time. There was not a cut there. <laughs> we just have nipple pumps... Hanging out on the shelves in our house. (laughs) (laughs) So those are those have been used before. They're just in this cute little package. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so like, see, it's got like a little screw top on it that moves a like suction cup point up and down. So if you like put it on your like leg or like on your arm, you can like test out like the suctiony function of it, right? So as you screw the thing up, it tightens harder and harder. And so when you put it on like a nipple, it's really intense. Hold on. Probably should not do it where I have hair. It doesn't matter. Are you sure? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. This would have been fun as a kid. Right. I was always putting like needles through like the thick skin of my foot and stuff like oh, that. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? It's very along those lines. Yeah. But it just sucks your nipples <laughs> up and it Some like Some of us were just like really <laughs> faggoty cutters. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're just like, well, I'll just squeeze. <laughs> no need for blood. Leave <laughs> that for the cool people. Yeah, well, you know, it and hurts. See, now it's kind of getting sharper. Like, yeah, I think but like, I think it's at the end. You put it on a sensitive nipple, and yeah. like, you don't twist it even half the way up, right? It's like you get about there, and you're like, yeah. oh Jesus Christ! Oh yeah, I got it. Like, and then you leave it for a while, right? And it like, uh, it sucks all the blood up into it, makes it super sensitive, and like plumps your nipples up <laughs> like really well. And uh, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, like when I've done it, when I've done it to Alexis, like our nipples are so, like sore the next day. So then you're just left with like this like nice like sore like titties for like a day or two and it's just ugh so good you know and it's like fun because then like when they're on somebody else and you're like topping them like it's fun to like kind of torture them a little bit like with how good it feels like you can like pick if the the suction's strong enough you can like pick someone's tits up and like shake someone's tits around like using like their nipples that are like sucked up into these things right like that's fucking how, that's so hot that's like such a hot level of I control I just like rubbing my face or like face. when like i don't know when someone does that to me it's just like oh like you just have me in the palm of your fucking hand 
It's like when I like I know you're not into the nipple clamps, but like the nipple clamps are great. It's just like, oh. yeah, someone can just like tug on them, and it's like it's such an immediate and an intense sensation. Maybe it's just the day of the month, but I I feel like my nipples are hurting a lot. <laughs> I feel like I don't like. Are they always sensitive? I don't even remember, but today I feel very very alarmed. sensitive. Yeah, I just. Well, no, I'm on like week two now, I guess. Anyway, um, yeah, well, I think maybe if there were a different aesthetic for some of these things, like that looks like a little sciencey child's toy. Um, the nibble clamps have that dungeony, you know, like the people with the leather and the gimp things yeah. and the spikes. Like I don't like a lot of the vibes of that stuff. So it's one of those where I'm like, maybe if they had a different design to them, I could get more into the accoutrement here. That's why I think like, I mean, for me, at least the cutesy side of it, like the little space side of it or like the, yeah, that shit adds like a much more fun aesthetic. Yeah. You know, like, Oh, you're just, I mean, for me personally, it's like, Oh, you're such such a budding little girl. We just need to plump those nipples up to make sure, you know, they're the right size as you get bigger. (laughs) And then you put like the nipple pumps on me and like then I have to just to make sure that as I grow old, I have nice That's big funny. boobs. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. So good. Yeah. I mean, you know, so I think I, uh, in terms of nipple torture, I would probably prefer just like a woman's mouth. But um, these other things, I could see how you could get into a little Are you into like fantasy? nipple biting? Well, sure. See, I'm not super into biting. Huh. I don't like the sensation. I like a little nibble, but like. I don't like a lot of nipple biting. I mean, I like to do it, but yeah, uh, it all depends. It's not like any bites go. Like, it's just yeah, it's just like certain teeth things, and it depends on where I'm at. You know what I mean? Where the sensitivity levels at with yeah, how excited and how much warm up there's been. It all it's hard to say, but yeah. sometimes I like biting for sure. So I could see getting into a place where you had like a rhythm of biting that was kind of the right amount of torture. Yeah. Hmm. See, all biting's torture for me. I'm not that into it. Wow. Weird. At least like receiving it. Everyone's nipples are very different. Yeah. Like everyone's. Like I'm not it's not just it's like, like a, a penis or giant thing. Yeah. It's like one of those things where it's like you really never know what someone's j- nipple thing is gonna be. Yeah. It's not that predictable. Yeah. So it makes it fun, I guess there's but maybe we need more diversity in the nipple play toy world. Yeah. I agree. This has been another NPR production out of Safe Space Studios. We're broadcasting on 66.6 FM. That's KFUX. Peace. Ciao.